Oh, unbelievably, they've had us back for 2023 and we are fired up and ready to go. Management have spent some money upgrading the office. We've got a huge McCafe menu coming your way there, our official partner. Fitness guru David Butterfin is going to join us that time of year where pre-season is all important and there's been some interesting developments through some clubs' pre-seasons. We'll chat to Dave about that. The Friday Agenda returns. Recently retired line, Mitch Robinson. Uh, we've got the Callaway Golf Quiz. So the new version of the quiz, Paradigm Driver, up for grabs, valued at just under $1,100, if you don't mind. The best analyst in football is refreshed. He's been track-watching, and he is ready to go. His name is David King. King, good morning. Cornsy, great to see you down the line here, mate. Good to be back. It's been a long time coming. We've, uh, I can't believe they've gone with us again, but they yeah. have, and it's here we are. It's, it is. Look, I tell you, I come in the office this morning, they're up and about the boys. You know, Brooks, he's out the back. He's got the new Billy Bob Brooks. What a great name for the new young fella that's arrived. That new, Billy, that Billy oh, Bob yeah, Brooks. How good I what know. a ripping name. Good Sammy ripping Watson, name. even though you tried to cut him as, the, as our producer last he's year, back. he's back with us. Even survived. though you tried to sack him, I reckon. Yep, he survived. I, I like saying that just to make you feel better. He's going beautifully. He's, he's fit and full of health, which is which is terrific. Nimsy's running marathons now. You've, I know. You've swayed him. I know. What have you he's done to him? Fit has. I see you posting selfies on, on yeah. Instagram. He's fired up. He's fit. So he's on a health uh, retreat, which I a uh, health kick, I should say. So I love that. Um, and Jordan, and we'll get him on at some point. Jordan on the panel. His phone rang before. He's got his own World Cup highlights still as his. As Does his, he really? Yeah, well, and amazing. rightly so. It's it amazing. Was a, it was a terrific performance. You've had a great start, you and Jared, of, a, of an evening at uh, yeah, 5.30. There's been a bit going on, um, which has been good, and it's been good to, to speak with Jared. and no shortage of footy stories. We've made a, a, an executive decision, Hello. I think you and I, Kingy. Oh, um, we're just going to get straight into things on Fridays. Like, yeah, um, 100%. So we, we're we're going to ease our way in, but we're going to stick to our strengths. We're not great ramblers, I don't no, think. No. That, we'll leave that to Gary and Tim. Not our have, thing. They've got their own podcast now called The Ramble, and I was always a bit funny about copying The Ramble, because that is their thing, and they can own that. Whereas well, you and I, we started. on a Friday, yeah. there's a lot to get through. There's been a whole week of issues that we need to discuss. So if you want to get involved early and have your say, one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 is the IMR Insurance open line. We're not going to tell you about the movies we saw during the week or anything like that. We're just going to rip straight in. <laughs> well, it's very difficult for me to find your life interesting and very difficult for you to find my life interesting because we have really nothing in common. <laughs> well, <laughs> really. We like we football. We couldn't be more opposites, could we? We, really? we, we like football. Oh, you've had a great week, though. I just want to give you a little <laughs> bit of credit off the top because you had Craig Tiley on the other. You've gone international this week. I know. Huge story with Novak. Djokovic's three centimetre tear in the yeah. hamstring. Did you he believe about it? Oh, well, where do you sit with it first? Hang on. Well, I never did a hammy kingy, so oh. I, don't, I don't. I don't know the. F- oh, look, I've seen the feeling. You can see it on someone when they and they get shot and they've they've done their hammy. You think, well, that is nasty. But I never did one. Did you do one? No, no. We, yeah. you, you'd miss out on match payments if you did a hammy at the Kangas. <laughs> um, no, it was it was poor, a poor financial move. No, I didn't. I didn't do any soft tissue at all. So right. I, I really don't understand the whole phenomenon. Yeah. Well, everyone's been texting and saying you can't. There's no. There's no possible way you can win the Australian Open with a three centimetre tear in your hammy. Had Doc Larkins on last night. He doubts uh, very much whether um, Craig Tiley has interpreted the MRI scan correctly. Was what he said. He wasn't oh. saying that Craig had said anything that he you know, didn't believe in. He just, I, I'm not, not sure he's actually interpreted the MRI. 
correctly. So that's that's where that that's where that landed. <laughs> He's basically finding a nice way to call him a liar. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. No, it's um, been good, mate. It's been a really good start with you and Jared. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's been good. So after seven o'clock, we'll Kingy's been uh, everywhere, and we'll um, put some questions and probe what he has seen throughout the preseason and each club's training. We'll also no doubt speak about North Melbourne and the events of this week. That's been the biggest story of the year with Taron Thomas being stood down. So Kingy can have his say on that as well. And your calls, of course, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Brady's going to kick us off for twenty twenty three on Fireball Friday. Good morning to you, mate. Good morning, boys. I uh, love the show. I always have. I've got a few points. One about North. Uh, first song over the show. I'm glad you're getting straight into things. Uh, being a tradie, you miss a lot. You're starting before seven most of the time. So it's nice to hear some footy before then. Uh, and to do with North, I prefer Kane to answer this one. I'm a North fan myself. Um, as a young fella, I'm on the Instagram and all that. And I see Taron Thomas gets up to a lot of mischief. And I'm not even involved with the club at all. So I imagine the things that go on that we, as the public, don't know about. When you say mischief, when you say mischief, what does he get up to? I don't follow him on Instagram. What does he get up to? Mischief, uh, nightclubs, thinking you're a bit of a gangster, too cool for school sort of thing. Not a professional athlete, as, like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't Mm. see Patrick Cripps putting these things on Instagram, for example. So if I was North Melbourne, I would have been looking to get rid of him due to things like that. And you could see, it's like the goey. I wouldn't want him at my club if I was a Pies supporter. What do you reckon, Kane? Strong thoughts. Uh, look, I, I don't have the background um, like the club would have. Um, clearly, I was pretty critical of the way the club had handled it. We'll discuss it after 7 o'clock on... Um, why the story hadn't become public and why did it take a, a newspaper article for it to become public, Kingy? Um, the fact they were standing by him and then all of a sudden they weren't and he, he was stood down. So there's, I mean, there's a lot to discuss. It's a, it's not a nice topic to talk about. Um, but unfortunately, that's the challenges of, of a footy club when you've got 44 players on your list and, and some are different to others. So we'll rip into that, Brady, after 7 o'clock and, and uh, everyone else can have their say as well. But for being the first caller through this year, you've won a double pass to the first ever WNBL game to be played at John Kane Arena. Southside Flyers are taking on the Sydney Flames. That one's Saturday, 4th of Feb. Uh, what, what's that tomorrow? And Lauren Jackson is playing in that match. And if you want to get involved, give us a call. Like Brady has done nice and early. Steve says, morning, man. Great to have you back. Brilliant decision. I hate the ramble, oh, says Steve. Geez, but this one says, I love the ramble. But it really is a symbol of age, says Paul. And then well, Mark Paul, says... Paul, we'd have done it, mate. We just don't like how the other uh, the other partner lives. I don't really enjoy what Cornsey does during the week. I don't want to hear about it. And it's the same with me. Well, I was pretty keen to talk about oh, yeah? uh, Married at First Sight. And then you the new, I watched the new the season of Married at First Sight. I didn't watch the BBL, I watched <laughs> I've got to say, you and I have more in common than what you think. Oh, no. When I saw Sydney get maps. bowled out for 100 and something, oh, that's, that's it, that's done. Um, Mark says, oh, where's the ramble? Um, but the, the split on the ramble here. The ramble's rubbish. I listen to sports radio for sport, so keep it up, boys, which we'll do. So we might rehash just a, a few of the stories that uh, are doing the rounds this week. What, what sort of impact Kingy will, will Jeff Walsh standing down have at the Saints? They did build this um, you know, strong football department around Ross. And if you'd listened to any of Ross's commentary when he was in the media, he spoke of how important it was to have those strong figures 
around. He'd been there for four months, I think it was. He, he spoke really strong about making the club relevant again. And all of a sudden, for, for reasons that are outside of his control, he has stood down. But uh, a big or small impact, do you think, for the Saints? Well, I, I think big because I, I just know Jeff and I know what he brings and I know the, the professionalism that, uh, that, he, that he provides and the decision-making clarity that he has. Being in the industry for so long in this exact role, um, St Kilda need a lot of correction and obviously Ross Lyons down there to, to do that's the big investment with, with Ross. Um, but I, st- I still think there's a, th- those three or four pillars off field that are so critical mm. to getting everything running smoothly. I understand that uh, Dave Misson's gone in as the, the interim just to, to just uh, stem the tide, but, but, but he's a loss for me. And, and, yeah. I, and I just does, – does Ross need – it's an interesting discussion. Does he need support or harnessing? Mm. It, it, which, which way do you sit? And, and we wouldn't really know outside looking in – Fresh into St Kilda, um, but I think over the years a strong, a strong person behind Ross has been great for Ross. So I, I think yeah, I yeah. think I agree with that, and I think um, if you just go back and listen to what Ross has said, I think he would agree with that as well. So I think they'd be pretty keen to get that person in place. And I mean, it is, he jumps in. I think first day training, Max King goes down. Then James Gallagher gets let go. The, the list boss Stephen Silvani comes back in. But then Jeff Walsh leaves, so it's a, you know, I don't think he would have foreseen the challenges that were were facing him straight up. And you know, Alistair Clarkson probably said the same thing. Hard to fill, isn't it? That role. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it is. I, you know what? I heard Craig Kelly speaking with Dwayne during the week, and we'll get to Craig Kelly as CEO. He said, "We have all these pathways for coaches. So basically, if you're a young 22 year old player and you have an eye on coaching, there's pathways you can do. Coaching courses, level four. There's the elite coaching." Um, course that you can do to prepare yourself. You can start in a development role and you can progress your way up. There's nothing for CEOs and there's nothing for footy bosses. And you try and come up with the names of, of who can replace him and you you really struggle. And, and you you find it hard not to go back to the tried and true, to the guys that have done it for 20 mm. years. And, and yeah, Jared hard, mentioned Chris Bond. Uh, Chris Bond. Yeah. And, uh, we, he's, I think somewhere in Tassie and sitting by a bonfire or something as well. But that's... <laughs> That that that's well because we interviewed. Um, is, he, is he on the run or something? Is he is he in hiding? No, no, I think he's Are we allowed good, to mention that he's by, sitting by a bonfire. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think we can. Okay. Pete Ryan from the oh. Age was on it. I think he he revealed that for okay. us last time he'd spoken to him. But yeah, if you've got a name for us that you think can do the job, oh four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. Because I'm with Craig Kelly that the pathway for CEOs and footy managers probably isn't there like it is for coaches. If you've got a recent photo of Chris Bond in Tassie, send that through. Send that through as well. But sounds like a good lie. It is. A, it is a tough role to fill, and I think if you get that role, if you get that wrong, you're in all sorts of trouble. So, no, the Saints. The Saints are having to scramble and find, and it's an awkward time of year to have be. Have you doing been that. out there? Yeah, I have. Yeah, been down. Ross has taken a bit of a, a back seat by the look of it. From you know, outside looking in, again, we don't. Only been there a couple of times, so you don't see everything. You don't learn everything. But he is really trusting guys like Corey Enright, Rob Harvey, mm. Lenny Hayes to run the program. So yep. they've had their challenges with injury uh, early in this, this prep. Um, I was really impressed with how young um, Allison was going in a couple mm. of drills, and he's since uh, fallen foul and gone down as well. So they're having their challenges with injuries, particularly to their tools. Um, so it's not an easy, seamless transition back into footy for, for Ross Lyon at the moment. Yeah, agree with that. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Saints fans, if you want to jump on and have your say. 
rinse and repeat with Jake Stringer. So yesterday it was revealed that uh, Jake Stringer has sort of been removed from the, the main program due to back soreness. I, I'm not sure if I said this on air, but I saw him turn up on day one of pre-season and he just didn't look fit. And, I'm, uh, and I've got no, as you know, Kingy, I've got no sympathy for full-time professional athletes, even if you've been on eight weeks holiday to turn up not looking fit. If our social team, right, if they're listening, can they get me a split screen of the way Christian Petrarca turned up on day one of pre-season and then put it next to the photo of Jake Stringer and the way that he turned up on pre-season training. So unsurprisingly, he ramps up his training. He looks really good and he plays well in an inch club that I read online and then all of a sudden his body breaks down. I reckon this happens every single year for Jake. He's now 28 years of age. Am I too hard on that? No, I think you've been consistent, if if, if not anything else. Um <laughs> What are you laughing at? Now, I think it's a fair. That's a fair starting point. But some guys are not as easy on the eye than, than yeah, as others, fair. and can that's fair. and can just look different. And I, yep. I, I sort of think Jake's there. I think that's his, that's his physique. I was on with Dwayne last week talking about Essendon's training. He would have had nine shots at goal in a four by fifteen or twelve and a mm. half minute practice match uh, last week. He was awesome, playing basically full forward. He went in the centre bounce, I think, once or twice, but not that wasn't his primary function. So can you get away with that? Get away with that's not the right term. Can can you is he more suited to just being a full forward than an on ball full forward? Yeah. You can know, you he, manage him the way that probably Richmond, although Dustin Martin looks fit every time I see him, but they manage him because he doesn't have a big tank. So he does not required to get up the ground or enter the defensive fifty plays to his strengths. Can you do that with Stringer? But I don't think he can because he hasn't learnt the lessons of what is required to be that powerful player and to prepare yourself for that role. Didn't he come back last year too fit and have groin soreness? Didn't he do a stack of off-season work and suffer a, a soft start to the year because of groin problems? Yeah. And so I think he's been a – look, I, I'm a, I'm a sympathiser. I can understand mm. that this is not his time. Of, this is not his phase. For guys that can run like yourself, you love pre-season and you embarrass all those that can't run. It's particularly the, the the repeat time trials, the the one k, the two k guys who can't run, they're they're a disaster. They, they really they rock the confidence of the whole but do football you think club. Petrarca is a natural. I don't think he's a natural aerobic athlete. And maybe he's just he's chiselled out of stone, so he looks different to to Stringer. But Max Gorn's a good example. Like the penny drop drop with Max, he's smoking darts on the way to training, and then all of a sudden. Six years later, I see him. There's not anything on him. There's, there's nothing. Robbie Gray's a, a good one that I know of. Like just the way that you can actually flick the switch when you get to 23, 24, and you go, okay, now I know what's required. Well, he hasn't played a full season of no. football uh, at all. I don't think I'm just I'm going to I'm going back to 2016 to find a, a, a full season of footy. So maybe. Mm. Maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe just, maybe his body is not really geared for this, even though he's exceptional at it. We are up and talk to We'll talk to David Butterfield about that's that what, later. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. And uh, Bombers fans, are you as frustrated as what I am? Probably more so, I reckon. Give us a call. We've got lines available. We'll take your calls on the other side of this. We're up and running for Fireball Friday. It is all thanks to the Kogan Money credit card, a great value card. Um, plenty trouble, coming up this morning. Get in trouble here for no ramble. Nah, Can you give us a couple I, of match I, highlights? I think, I think we're split on the ramble. <laughs> uh, we'll, oh, we'll talk about that on the... <laughs> On the other side, Fireball Friday's back. Uh, 
nice reaction off the temper text already. G'day lads, loving the new format. I think Jamie Elliott and Drake, Jake Stringer, great comparisons. Jamie couldn't get on the park with soft tissue injuries. Now he doesn't miss, says Michael in Frankston. Uh, good comment, Reeve, flicking the switch. In your opinion, how many players will make big changes to their training habits, i.e. Max Gorn, or is he an outlier, says Paul from Q. I think players do it often, and I think it's even more so, Kingy, with the ability to play for longer. You play well into your 30s now. The financial rewards are there to do that. Sports science is better. But David Butterfin is going to join us a little bit later on, and we'll ask him from his experience how many players can come in with poor habits, make the change, and reap the benefits, hopefully. I'm going to have a crack at, at Butters. These, <laughs> these strength and conditioning departments, got, it's the longest preseason of any code anywhere on the globe. Six months, right, to get ready for an, an AFL season. Yep. There are there shouldn't be this grey area on whether you know cutting to the minute, hitting the ground, absolutely flying at round one. What, I mean, come on, as so, months. What, what would you would you do? Would you make the season longer, or would you shorten the pre? Like, give well, how long does it take to off? get to peak fitness? How long does it take? Well, yeah, I, I, probably takes eight weeks. Yeah, max. Well, oh. we're doing double that. Yeah. Anyway, there's a bit of feedback here. Tim, my man Tim from Dramana just said, if you start talking maths, he'll spill up. And, and I'll another, spill up! <laughs> another one here said the segment should be called The Scramble. A bit of a mix of both. I don't mind it. Don't mind that either. Don't mind that. Yeah. I don't bit, mind a, it. A bit of light and shade. Bit of, let's, let's call it The Scramble. Okay, that, that's what we'll do. But we will be more prone to ripping straight into the issues that we've been waiting a week to get into. Uh, people forget Petrarca's first four years. His body was heavy and sloppy, and he worked really hard to get fit. Uh, it would be interesting to see Track and Stringer side-by-side side as 21-year-olds. Very much the same body. So dogs, dogs fans are quick to tell you how fit Jake was in 2015, 2016. Mm. And, and he really didn't miss much footy then, and he was just as powerful as what he is now and played a similar role, like that deep forward role. I don't know. I just The fortunes of what Essendon can achieve with Jake versus without Jake are poles apart. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's such a presence in that forward line. I know that Peter Wright won the best and fairest and had a very, very good year. But, but Jake is that forward line. Mm, mm. He, makes that, he makes that forward line function. And as I said... Yeah, would have had eight, eight or nine shots of goals in the practice match. And practice matches aren't everything, but he's he's in good touch. He might he might be having some issues with his body, but he's in good touch, Cornsy. Yes. What are you laughing no, at? I'll, no, I take your word for it. I, yep. okay. oh, because you've been there and I haven't. Um, James Hurd is out of uh, football kingy. And so th- this was always my issue with James Hurd going for the, the senior job. I didn't think he'd done the work to get in the position to have success in that senior role. And when I say do the work, just by the very nature that he's been out of the system, and you, you know what it's like when, when you're out of it for a while, it's, it's hard. So then to go back in for a little bit and then take a big senior job, I thought was going to be difficult for him. Now the fact that he's out of the system completely, is that James saying, okay, I'm, I'm giving up the dream of being a senior assistant coach? Because there would have been millions of clubs that would have hired, not millions, there would have been... 10 clubs that would have hired him as an assistant coach in that role. That would have been great if he went back, different club, worked in the midfield, coached them, and then went to different areas, similar to what Michael Voss had done at Port Adelaide. Will he coach mm. again now, Heard? Will he coach again? Uh, probably not. No. I, I think the opportunity was there at Essendon. He took a risk. He put himself on the line, went for that. Maybe he was giving advice 
to do that, and that advice in the end uh, didn't turn to be uh, to be correct. Um, gee, I think he's a wonderful asset. If he's mm. if he's working with your leadership group, I'd still have him involved. I, I know we see this it. differently. And he wants to. No, well, he wants to do it, and the passion was there. But is that, is that just words? Or... Well, no, 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 it's not. It's not words. Okay. You speak to any of the players that he works with, it's not words. He's, it's an absolute investment. There's, I think one of the, some of the work that he did with Stephen Cornelio was, was really impactful. He was in trouble as a player, Cornelio. Mm. And I think Heard helped him back to, to, to AFL form.